Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. There we go. I do not want to appease the mute gods today. No appeasement allowed. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody in between, welcome, welcome to Fallout Asia. Please pardon me for one second as I finish with our technological issues. I need to fix up our cameras a little bit uh, because we are down a player, and uh, our player Logar needs to be re-upped onto our uh, Sirenscape. Uh, so while I work on that side of this, what I'm going to have my players do is I'm going to have them introduce themselves and I will take a stab at getting the Sirenscape to cooperate for him. Uh, let's start out with Raven. Go for it. Hey everyone, I'm Raven. Uh, tonight, uh, today I'll be playing Camacho the Merc Survivor slash... Um, uh, possible um, cartel boss one day and you can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuervo. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And Johnny Drop, go for it. Hey, hey, I am John. Uh, you can find me over on the Discord uh, as Johnny Drop. You can find me here every Friday and Saturday. For our Fallout Asia and Cyberpunk goes Nomad, respectively. Uh, and that's Other Sandman3096 in the chat. And I also have a SoundCloud at Arxen if you'd like to check that out. New stuff hopefully coming very soon. Uh, and tonight I will be playing Minsky, your neurotic little nurse handybot. Neurotic nurse handybot. I love that. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's see. Logar, go for it. Hey, I'm uh, Logar the Ogar. You can find me twitch.tv slash Logar the Ogar and twitter.com slash Logar the Ogar. I am a, uh, a GM for a game called Starfinder. We play on Sundays. And tonight I will be playing Val Jacobs, the um, American-born, Taiwan-raised uh, mercenary survivor whose only uh, personality trait is pretending to be a cowboy. Who is an effective member of his team? Effective member of the team, always. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, go for it, Tracy. Hi, I'm Tracy. You can find me as Palm 7 on Twitter, Discord, etc. Um, and I play Dr. Ho Jian Yu, who well, no longer travels the waste with his Brahmin, 
But um, yeah, I also wanted to say we finally got Medicine Time Red out. I've been telling you guys we'd get it out. It is better than I expected. I am super happy with it. Uh, Capricious Nature made it look fantastic. We have contributions from all sorts of people, including uh, some stuff written by Mad Mags, everybody's favorite nomad medic. Um, and so, yeah, it's great. You should check it out on CyberNation Uncensored's uh, website. I have some chat for both Mad Max and Dynamo. Um, you are you are referencing two very players <laughs> NPCs. So yeah, uh, have some chat for the, their losses. Uh, but yes, please, folks, go check it out. Oh my God, the uh, the supplement that he has put out is insane. Um, we are going to be using it tomorrow in our stream, uh, especially since our uh, cyberpunk nomads are about to go screw around with a biotechnica facility. Uh, they are going to look forward to some new meds and some new tech and some new things that they've never, ever encountered before, unless you guys take a look at that supplement. Uh, so it's going to get a little crazy for us. Um yeah, that is uh, that is my my wonderful team here. I'm gonna switch over our uh, portrait names on here. We've got uh, Raven, we've got uh, John, we've got Logar, we have Tracy, and our players are playing the following characters. We have Camacho, we have Minsky, we have Val, and we have Gianyu. Um, as you can see on here, I have fucked up with this wonderful, awesome portrait for Sean. Uh, Sean is not with us today. Uh, he is uh, dealing with some uh, some stuff with his family, so he will be with us hopefully tomorrow. And if not, he will be back next week. Um, yeah, uh, when it comes to our uh, Fallout Asia, I hope all of you last week had a chance to see what was playing... Uh, instead, is we had a absolutely bombastically fun uh, fundraiser with Artel Sorian. We had uh, we had James Hutt come on over. He GM'd for us. Miss Magitech came in, and uh, we had our wonderful Alley Cats reprising or reprising her younger role. And uh, all of my players tried to murder me, uh, so that was fun. Um, all the minus twos in chat, the negative plot twists, and all that jazz. Uh, well, the ne negative plot twists never got used, so I'm storing that up for tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. Unfair. I, all is fair in love and tabletop video games and war. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah, we had a wonderful week last week. I hope all of you were able to tune in. It was a blast, and I finally got to use Elflines Online for the very first time, uh, like, in its true form, and uh, it's pretty interesting, and I'm very happy I had that opportunity. So thank you, James Hutt, and thank you to uh, everybody else that was involved. It was a blast. Um, that being said, folks, I've got all of our links posted up in our chat. Uh, you can find everything for uh, Raven and John and Logar and Tracy and myself all listed up on there. Um, today, uh, we are here on CyberNation Uncensored. Uh, you can check out our website for a buttload of supplements. Uh, namely, we've got the new Medicine in the Time of Red update, Medicine 2.0. It is now fully released. 
Um, you can also find the Fallout Asia supplement over on there, which will also be receiving a pretty hefty update once I'm done writing it. Uh, I am introducing some brand new historical events, uh, translations of real historical figures into uh, Fallout Asia, and I'm introducing some new NPCs, some new factions, and some new enemies into the system, and all of that will be laid out. Uh, I've also been keeping a very close eye on the Fallout chats on our group and on Facebook and over on the Modifius Discord, which I have listed up on our uh, links. Um, I'm going to be inputting some recipes, so we'll have some recipes that you guys can take a look at. Uh, we will have some new weapons brought in that were, uh, that were brought in from other systems, um, and there are going to be a couple of error fixes as well. Um, if you want to check those out, head on over to cybernationuncensored.com. And if you'd like to check out my perchance generators, I have all of those listed up in a wonderful Reddit post. You can just click on the Reddit link there and follow those over to the perchance generators. Um, now I'm done plugging myself. I'm going to plug our wonderful sponsor and let's see if I can get it up and running for everybody right now. Um, our wonderful sponsor is, well... Sirenscape. So Sirenscape, let's see. Can everybody hear your sounds? Give me a thumbs up if you are good to go and you can hear it coming through. Should be a little, little quiet. Okay. And Logar still no? Still no. Let me close it and open it again. Yeah, give it a give it a quick restart. It's it's pretty, quiet. It's pretty quiet. Yeah, I've got, I've got it. I've got it put down quiet so that I can just get it set up and and, and working. It says Logar requested to join your game. How how do I how do I say yes? I don't know. Shoot uh -oh. settings. Not metric or imperial, just give me metrics. Nobody uses imperial. <laughs> to all of my American Gosh, audience members. Hmm? I wish that were true. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, um, I've got it on here. Except, there we go. All right, uh, Logar, you are now linked. Here we go. You should you should hear a little bit of sound coming through now. I'm gonna crank it up a wee bit. Do now you should hear it coming through nice and clear. And I'm gonna turn it up on my end. Ah, there we go. Okay, so uh, Janu, what I'd like you to do is please go ahead and read your journal entry to recap us on our last session. Get everybody in our audience up to speed about where we are at and how all of this is going to be starting up. So go for it. All right. Uh, Journal of Dr. Ho Jianyu, Thursday, October 23rd, 2110, day 1970. How did we get here? Where did we go wrong? Each step we had good intentions, but we may lose everything because of our good intentions. We just wanted to help the injured traveler that appeared at our settlement. He warned us away from Sunland Lake. But we all felt that we needed to know more about the black metal that killed him. We wanted to protect our home. 
when we found two children on our journey, we just wanted to save them. And we really tried. In the end, the Black Egg consumed the children and killed Dynamo. This failure, this loss, has been hard on us all. That stupid fucking cow was my best friend for 1,856 days. I will always remember her. Camacho acts like she only cares about herself, but she really cared about those niños. It's deeper than she lets on. It's really about building a good future for us all. Val puts on a rough exterior like he puts on his hat. He thinks he has to act this way, but our failures hit him hard. He really loved Dynamo. I think I heard him sobbing last night. Sean acts like nothing faces him. I've seen men like him in the Great War, and nothing bothers them until it does. Then it becomes a problem. I hope he can keep himself together. Losing Dynamo and the children really hit Minsky hard. For being made up of circuits and metal and programming, I think Minsky feels more deeply than most people I've known. Now we have a difficult choice. Minsky told us that he did not bury the Traveler's body. The Black Ick may have already reanimated the Traveler's body and destroyed our home. We need to get back there and save what we can. But we also know where the Black Ick crashed from the sky. If we investigate the crash site, we might learn how to fight this thing. I don't know what we'll do. Right, so that's where we are, uh, that's where we're picking up, is that we have our intrepid crew here going through pretty much hell with the uh, the previous sessions. Um, Dynamo's gone, the kids, we, we don't know. Um, and uh, I believe it was Val, during one of his uh, absolutely wonderful uh, athletics and movement checks, uh, fell over or tripped over what looked to be a chunk of a side of beef and uh, fell face first into the into the ground. So other Valor was uh, our wonderful Sean. Uh, I think it was Sean. Yeah, so somebody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Again, yes. Hi, RC Walker Nexus. Hi, Rook. Welcome in, folks. Uh, we are just starting up. We just did our recap. Um, so yeah, that's where we're that's where we're at. Um, our players right now. Let me pull over to our map on here. Let's go to our roll 20. Let's get this up on here. Okay, so where we are at right now is uh, you see that uh, red cap is where our group is at right now. They have a choice. Um, so the 812 is where they just came from. The homestay that they've already completed was over here. That's where they had uh, they had gone in and gotten some rest. They have a choice if they want to go back towards the junior high school. They can hell over, head over to the Del Rago, which they were under suspicion is where that uh, crash site was. Uh, they can head back to, or head south to the Southern Resort by taking the main road there, or they can head on back home. Uh, so uh, for the lot of you, this is your chance to drop in your two cents before we start up. What do we want to do? Do we want to turn back around? Do we want to move forward towards the junior high school, head over towards Del Rago, or head south to the Southern Resorts? I think our uh, original plan 
was to go towards the Del Rocco because that is where we decided that the thing was. Yeah, I think we were going to because um, we kind of wanted to see if we could find out more about it. Um, but I know that there were some uh, good arguments against doing so. Because it was nighttime. Mm, yes. It was if Minsky we and I that were. It was Minsky and I that were objecting, a little bit. Um, we were hesitant because it's nighttime, and you're more likely to get attacked in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm also kind of motivated to be out searching and looting because, well, I'm freaking hungry. Because um, all my food and stuff was on Dynamo. Um, yeah, we should. I mean, listen, I don't think that going to investigate the crash site is going to really give us any insight. But, um, we did lose a lot of supplies in the cow, um, so maybe if we do... See, the problem is, is that if we go all the way over to the Del Rago, we have to come all the way back to go back to town, which is a huge problem right now, because... We realized that there might be some sort of black ooze zombie man there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to the Delrago, Minsky thinks we should wait until the morning. And um, also, there are a lot of risks with it, in that that's where the black ooze probably came from. Plus, there's the black ooze that we definitely left at the junior high. Plus, like bandits or something. Oh, speaking so, that's just a constant I, threat. Yeah. Speaking of which, just for uh, players' knowledge, it is now October twenty fourth, and you guys are at seven a.m. So you guys did oh, it's sleep October through the twenty fourth. Yeah. Oh. Oops. I oh, had the wrong date. Yeah, you guys chose to hunker down in the homestay. All right. It's twenty fourth. That's what we did my, at the uh, end of the journal, last session. Journal, so I have the date right next time. The, uh, the, there was a, another hotel over here that you guys had stayed at previously, and you guys went back in there and slept. That's my recollection. If I'm wrong, I can I can roll us back to the 23rd and put it at midnight, so... <laughs> I don't remember. Because all of you had mentioned, yeah, don't go out during night because it wasn't safe. You didn't have a proper light yeah, source. Yeah. And so it. you guys said that you were going to go to sleep. It. And that's why Jianyu had in his journal that like people were like kind of sobbing and quietly crying and stuff over the night. So I thought this was the next morning. So yeah, it's, it's sunrise. Got it, all right. got it. All right, well, then, since we have light, how, how long will it take to get to Del Rago? Uh, based on the distance, it will only take you about uh, 20 to 30 minutes to walk there uh, if the roads are clear. 
None of you have been in this space or this area um, past that road from the junior high school, which was right here. Uh, none of you have been in this kind of area since before the colonies fell. So I feel like since we are rather close, um, it may only cost us a couple of hours to go over there, investigate, and get out of there. If we have light, then we can tell if there's any problems that we might want to turn around and hightail at home instead. Um, and then, like, basically by mid-morning, we could probably be on our way back towards home. Yeah, and I'm just very wary of going to the place with the ooze. But we, need we should to at least investigate. Right, yeah. We should at least investigate. <clears throat> I'll go. You but just shoot whatever comes our way. Yeah, right, which is totally going to work. Alright, so I've got, uh, let's see, we've got four people in right now. What I would like each of you to do is please uh, roll 1d2 really quick. And I'm going to uh, click on our generate weather to find out what is our weather this morning as 7 a.m. rolls around and the sun peaks up. So it's one click, two, three, four. Yeah, Minsky, you already rolled. Was just a, a one. Oh, a one d one. Coin is flipped. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gianni, go ahead and give it another shot. Did Yes. Backslash hour. Oh yeah, I always flip flop. I I can never get that one thing right. No worries. It's all good. All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, so on our uh, wasteland reveals, I'm going to hit our generate uh, weather button six times, and that sixth roll around is going to be our weather coming up this morning. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, and oh, man, number five is cool and clear. Let's see what number six is. A sunny haze. It is an average, hazy, bright morning. So as all of you are waking up, there's, of course, that, that kind of that greenish, yellowish haze that's still over, over this area, but the sun is just shining through it. Um, there is no heat wave, so our temperature is back to normal, and there is no rain, so you don't have to worry about rain. So our environmental effects, we're at no effect. So yeah, uh, the choice is now, uh, as you guys are waking up, you can head on out of here, and you can either go east or west or north or south. So I'm guessing your total conversation came out to, you want to head east towards Delrago? Yep. Definitely not north. I mean, you can <laughs> Yeah, a bad time. I mean, there is no time but the present. No that way. Carpe diem. Uh, so yeah, the, a lot of you start heading uh, east. Um, what I'm going to have us do right now is I would like all of you again 
Um, what or not again? What I'd like all of you to do is please roll me a luck survival check. So everybody do luck and survival. And with the luck survival check, it's going to be a DV1. If everybody passes this, then there's going to be no events on your way there, no obstacles on your way there. Camacho blasts this out of the water with a crit success. So you guys are generating some AP now. Minsky passes. Val passes. You Val, you are a valuable luck. member of the team. The luckiest guy! And Dr. Do we have any minuses? Uh, we have one minus two, yes. Do you can get that 14 down to a success. You need two to retroactively use a minus two. We only have one. You can use a point of luck because it's the next day your luck is refilled. Use the point of luck to re-roll. Yeah, but... Up to fine. you. Alright. Gosh, fine. Whatever, mom. I don't want to blow through all my luck on stupid crap. I mean... But I also don't want to get screwed over. Is this stupid crap? Ah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Uh, we now have two minus twos in chat. You want to use that minus two now, but that'll only bring well, you down to 14. Uh... <laughs> well, if I rerolled the 16, I'd be... then I could still use the 14 to bring it down. Nah, I failed. It's and okay. It's... it's done. It's just funny, because I have a 13 target number. All right, go ahead and roll me 1d6, please. Oh boy. All right. So, um so you guys start getting down the the main road here and uh you're progressing. You pass the junior high school and you see that up the road the junior high school, it's still there. Uh the junior high school where all of you had left that quote unquote black ick. Um it's still up that road and y'all decided not to pursue back in that direction. So, you continue moving forward. Um our last failed roll on here, uh, sorry, the failed roll on here was uh, Jianyu's, so you guys actually get most of that distance. Uh, you continue heading down the road, and you start passing a couple of other, uh, what used to be like homestays and kind of little resort places. Most of them have been collapsed in. The road itself is is strewn with garbage that's been left over from evacuations, from radioactive dust, from incoming typhoons. It's just been kind of left unkempt for quite some time now. Um, and what happens is, is that as you finally pass around that curve and the Del Rago comes into sight, uh, what you notice directly to your left, so I'm going to zoom in on here on the map, what you guys notice directly on the left of where all of you are at is there seems to be not exactly a fortified settlement, but there seems to be a camp there. Uh, inside of what used to be a a, uh, a a family stop, so one of those convenience stores. The uh, front windows have all been uh, smashed in and broken open. It's literally pretty much just a ceiling over a tiled floor. And sitting inside of that location, you all see six 
mercenaries, mercenary wastelanders, chilling there. They have one mongrel dog, and they do have a very clear leader, a guy that seems to be a little bit better equipped than everybody else. Uh, they notice all of you immediately. Now, they don't seem directly hostile, but they do see all of you, and you see the leader of this group uh, kind of look up from their campfire. They're just waking up as well. It's the morning, and he shouts over at all of these, Hey! Hey, what? Where are you going? What? Who, who are you? And you hear him shout this over to your location. You are just outside. Um... I don't think I should be the one to answer him. You, you should. I'll probably say something dumb. Yell back. Who's asking? I don't think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> who's asking? Well, let's find that out. I'm going to open up another one of my awesome little generators on here. So this is the Fallout Settlement Generator, and on there, there are uh, PC builds uh, that you can click on. And so, um, he yells back, he's like, my name's, or uh, uh, he yells back, my name's Morris. Who are you? Uh, hello, Morris, I'm Minsky. Uh, we're just passing through, we, we aren't looking for any trouble. Anybody else respond? Uh, uh, yeah, and I guess uh, Val says, um, Val, I'm from uh, Sun Moon Lake. Um, that's what they would call the, that town, right? That we have started in? Uh, no, that Sun would have Moon been Lake the uh, the Moon Reservoir. Lake. Okay. Yeah. So do you tell them Sun Moon Lake, or do you tell them the Reservoir? I I tell them where, wherever we were, where we started at is where we're from. Anybody else respond? No. No. I'll I'll reply back with uh you know, uh, greetings. I am Doctor Ho Yu. We are not looking for any trouble. Uh, a doctor. Uh, we we could use we could use a hand over here. Uh, if any any of you have medical expertise, we could definitely use somebody. We've got uh we got somebody over here that got hurt bad last night. If uh, if you guys give us uh, a hand, we'll we'll let we'll let you through. Okay, hold on. I can help. Wait, Minsky, hold on, hold on, Minsky. Uh, is there an insight check? Is um, there? Is, there a, is this guy lying? Check. Is there a? It's a trap. <laughs> Maybe check? like perception, speech. Uh, yeah, you can actually yeah. Give me uh speech. You can do speech, charisma, or speech perception. Um. So my. Perceptron is higher. So what did we get? Double success. Um, he seems genuine. Uh, it seems as if uh, he is he is genuinely concerned about the well-being of one of his uh, one of his uh, groupmates there. And with that double success on the perception, uh, you can actually see that there is somebody there. Uh, who is injured. You can see that they've attempted to wrap the guy up in a blanket, uh, but none of them seem to have any knowledge, really, of dealing with the medicine. So, 
Um, so Val says to Minsky, oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Uh, my strength is 11, somehow? I, I, I have to go in and fix that. Don't um, know how. I don't know how that was how that's possible. Wow, but... that's a serious buff out. Yeah, oh uh, you could you could oh, beat I the do. shit out of uh, you could beat the shit out of a super mutant with that strength. Peers in um, and waves. Hey, Nino, four K. Lugar, tap the um, underneath the power armor. Tap the little icon underneath. On there the character sheet. Yeah, I did it. I was playing. Yeah, I was playing around with that the other day. That's so silly. Oh, it's a great button though. I love that. Actually. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Actually, wait. Coming back around to the button. Wait, hold uh, on. I'm so confused. Val... What is this button? So there's a. Raven it delineates whether or not. Of... It delineates whether or not you're playing. Um, you're wearing power armor or not. If it's um, if it you're wearing is... power armor, it boosts your strength. It is right above the head. Oh uh, yeah. Little vault boy symbol. Oh my god, and you can button. click it a second time and it's 13? Damn, okay. Super good power the armor. Different, yeah, different, um, different levels of power armor. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So no, you don't have so, so 14, turns... 13, 11 strength. But go ahead. Unfortunately, no. Uh, Val turns to uh, Mitski and he says, right, just, just hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh, and he... Um, one thing he points to he looks at sean i assume sean has drawn his gun um at this point you that actually like a very sean you actually don't do. see sean it seems as if sean has snuck away oh rascalian <laughs> right all right so we'll we'll deal with that later i guess uh what well, and val yells back to the guys he's like what's wrong with him we can't just go walk over there if there's covered in black goo. Uh, so he he looks over and uh, he says, "What's wrong with him? I got no idea. That's why I'm asking for help." Some stupid, stupid fucking dog came in here last night. Like a pack of them. They came in. They started biting. They got our freaking food. That's why we got a fire going on underneath the shelter. I mean, common sense. Trying to scare There's away these of animals. That's following us. Um, before I enter, I'm gonna come up to the window, and I would like you to uncover your friend here, so I can assess the situation from a safe distance. Oh, the uh, the windows are all shattered. There are no windows. Yeah, there's no windows. There's no doors. It's literally just like that front is just totally empty. But yeah, there's the window, uh, like sill, the square around it. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so he's like, "All right, uh, come on up, folks. Keep your keep your guns away, please. Keep your guns away." And uh, he waves over to his guys, and you can see that the four other mercenaries there they put their weapons away. Most of okay. them uh, seem to be armed with um, either uh, small shotguns. One guy has uh, what looks to be a combat rifle. Another one has a 10 millimeter pistol, so they're they seem to be pretty well armed. Okay. Uh, but they put their weapons down. You guys do the same. Yes. I can't. I can't really put my weapons. 
Okay. Yours are attached. Uh, yeah, I probably hadn't drawn mine yet. Okay. Good part of you. Macho? Mm-hmm. Readily available, but they're it's, they're put away. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the the head head leader of this little mercenary group uh, brings on over the guy that's in the uh, in this blanket. You can see that he is uh, he's shivering. He looks to be very pale. Uh, go ahead and give me a um, medicine intelligence check, please. Hot damn, that's what you needed. Uh, we got a double success on there. Um, and so uh, you can notice that this guy has experienced some severe blood loss. Um, and they take the uh, they take the blanket off. And what you can see, possibly more so than trying to keep the guy warm, they were just trying to not see the damage from this guy. He has clearly been mauled by at least one, if not multiple, dogs. Uh, he's got several open wounds all over the guy's body, um, and you can tell that his overall health is extremely low. Oh, um, okay, uh, I, I can probably patch him up a little, but it's, it's, it's gonna be some work. I'll assist. Is there any sign of black ick around? Uh, go ahead and give me a perception intelligence check. Or perception survival, uh, your choice. Survival? Yeah. I'm trying to get the, uh, the uploaded Fallout RPG book to work on roll 20 but it doesn't seem to want to cooperate with me um you do not see any of the black ick in the area nor do you see any like drag signs like you had seen before with the uh, the squirrel or the dog mm -hmm. or not the dog the squirrel or the the little girl all, all right, right. So the two of you take a stab at fixing him up. Uh, I would like, um, who's going to be our primary? Minsky. All right, so Minsky, go ahead and roll. This is going to be a DP4. You can use AP to get extra dice. We also have a couple of minus twos in checks. We have two AP. AP. You might as well use one. How many I'll people can assist? And a minus two. Um, now, I... is that a DP4? Just base, or is that with my uh, diagnosis mod? That is with your diagnosis mod. This guy, as I said, is extremely injured. Um, what what that means in in practical senses, mechanical senses, uh, this guy has four injuries. Uh, literally, all four of his limbs have received injury. Lovely. Intelligence, so, yeah, I'll uh, take an AP medicine again. Uh, yeah, intelligence medicine. Um, and uh, we're using up two of our AP here. We've got three successes. So go ahead, Camacho, get uh, that last one. The minus two actually gets him to four successes because that 15 goes to a 13. Oh, you used a minus two? No. I thought you just used the AP. 
No, yeah, no, I used a minus two. Okay. All right, so minus two. Thank you, Rook. Um, all right, and uh, Camacho, yeah, you're 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 trying to trying to help out. It's you're you're there helping, uh, probably holding stuff and making sure that nothing falls over. You stop the blanket from falling on the ground, that kind of stuff. Um, Minsky with uh, fifteen goes down to a thirteen. That would be a total of four successes. Um, yeah, you're able to patch this guy up. Uh, you're able to resolve his major injuries, and he's no longer actively uh, actively injured. Um, what happened literally is, is that you see on both of his arms and both of his legs that parts of him had literally been bitten through. Uh, he had some fractures. He was bleeding seriously. Most of it had uh, congealed, I guess would be the best word, or stopped bleeding, but the two of you uh, were able to get him patched up. And uh, you can see that this guy's face goes from being totally drained of, of life and well-being. Uh, he seems to perk up quite a bit as uh, the lot of you uh, help him out and literally solve his injuries. And so uh, for this, um, what's going to be happening is that uh, he takes a step back, he looks at Excuse me, his arms and his legs. He's like, "Oh my God, I thought I was, thought I was a goner. I didn't think we'd be able to make it back to camp. This is, oh, thank you guys, thank you so much, thank you, uh, robot. Did robots even have gender? Thank you, robot. I've never seen one like you before. This is just weird. And the camp, the camp's leader itself, the the this mercenary leader looks over. And he's like, that is." Some really fine work. Thank you both. It's what we do. Um, the uh, the 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 injured one. Uh, you see him ruffling through his. Uh, sorry, not ruffling. Who? Uh, rustling through his pockets for a moment. Um, do you react as he rustle rustles through his pockets? I don't think I would. Okay. Macho. I'm taking notice of it in case and be ready to act in case um, he does something that doesn't agree. Right. Um, so what he does, he he rustles through his pockets and you see him pull out a couple of different things. Uh, the first one of those is the fact that uh, he pulls out. Um, let's see, uh, he pulls out 19 caps. And he actually um, hands them over. He's like, I'm not sure if robots can 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 use these, but... Uh, ma'am? Would, would you like it? Uh, sure. I'll take it. Um, and the second one um, he pulls out is actually something that he knows that Minsky can use. He says, uh, th th this one's for, for you, though. Uh, you, can, you can let let her have have the caps this one's for you and he pulls out of his pocket what looks to be a uh, robot repair kit and he hands that over to Minsky he's like you fixed me up uh, you can use this and you can get fixed up too it looks like you're you're almost as banged up as I was so thank you thank you stranger well thank you I've been hoping for one we of these we have no idea actually <laughs> 
Oh, they uh, they can see. Um, I, I had successful perception checks. That's actually why they noticed all of you the moment you started walking by. Um, they they realized that, uh, well, Minsky was fucked because Minsky visibly, you have multiple injuries on like your arms and your torso. So yeah, it's it it's pretty visible that you're messed. <laughs> um, and yeah, Parking you and smoking. What's up? Sparking and smoking. <laughs> yeah, continuously. Uh, but yeah, so you now have a uh, robot repair kit that you can add into your inventory. Um, once that happens, Val kind of like interjects himself and he's like, right, well now that we're all on good terms, um, have y'all been over to the, uh, we're calling it the crash site. Um, we met some travelers who said that uh, something fell from the sky and that uh, some stuff came out of it. We're looking to uh, go investigate that. Don't know anything about that? Uh, you see these, uh, you see them uh, looking around at each other for a moment. Go ahead and give me a, another charisma perception check, please. Oh, I can't do charisma perception. I did, uh, Perception speech. Oh, perception it. speech. Sorry. Yeah, I keep forgetting Christmas a base stat. My bad. Uh, you don't really recognize uh, what's going on with them, but you can see the uh, the, the the camp leader kind of looks past uh, Camacho and uh, looks past uh, uh, Minsky. Looks over at Valley's like. What do you what do you know about the what do you know about the crash site? Um I know that actually not much. Uh I do know it was making a lot of smoke and we came to investigate that. Um I do know that there were a couple of kids that unfortunately uh got mixed up in the crash site. Uh, uh we met them and then they disappeared. Uh sort of uh, and we also know that the uh, crash site contains some kind of black uh, ooze stuff that we've actually kind of been like investigating and also trying to not die at the same time, w- which is hard. Um, for uh, Camacho, Minsky, and Gianyu, uh, for the three of you, please go ahead and roll me a uh, perception. Sorry, yeah, perception. Perception and survival. Perception survival check, please. Got a success and a complication. Do you want to use a luck to re-roll your complication? I think that's a good idea. Want to is a strong word. Um, I think that... You could also use up the other minus twos from chat. Oh, wait, no, you can't because one of them is from you. I will use a lock. All right, go ahead and reroll. Run him through him fast. Don't get another complication. Oh, I will, of course. 
That's how this works. No, that's how Val works. Uh, actually, yeah. Val oh. is doing great for the past couple past couple sessions. All right, so very effective member of his team. Very effective member very of the fun. team. Uh, <laughs> so John, yeah, your complication goes away. Uh, so Minsky and uh, John, you Camacho, you don't really notice, uh, but the uh, Kaminsky and Kaminsky, wow. Minsky and Chian, you notice uh, the the guys inside of this uh, this this wrecked out um, convenience store. They start murmuring a little bit and staring in between each other very very uncomfortably. After Val mentions like this black goo, uh, they don't seem to know what he is talking about, and it seems to be making them very unsettled. They seem to genuinely not know what, what we're talking about? No. They're just like, what the fuck is a black goo? What the... it, Are no, they talking worry. about, like, it... oil? Or it's... did somebody discover oil over there? Is it, is it dangerous? Like, what, the, what the hell is going on? So can can we hear them whispering? Uh, the two of them can. Uh, you're in the middle of talking right now, Val, so you don't okay. really uh, notice them, and Camacho is still a little focused on making sure the patched-up guy is all good. Um, the leader yeah, yeah. looks... Val, Val. Oh, hold on one second. The leader looks over at Val, he's like, what do you mean black goo? We haven't encountered anything like that what are you talking about? Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know what oil is, right? Yeah, like the stuff sort of, you put on mechanics so lubricates it's, it. It's not, it's not that. It's more, um, it's more metally, and, uh, it can get into, like, your body and, uh, do stuff to you. It, it's infectious. And, um, it's infectious, and it'll crawl through your skin. And, um, boys, I don't want to scare you too much, but, like, if you die and some of that stuff is in your body, it will, um, we think, um, it will, um, reanimate your dead body. We think. We're having a, a real rough couple of Get days. Get it to a squirrel. Get it to a squirrel. Uh, we assume it's going to do it to, um, somebody that we met a week ago before we knew um it's it's real weird and uh and, and we think it came out of that that crash site which y'all seem to know a little bit about but not the ooze we also don't have a name for it uh this is a lot yeah go ahead and roll me a uh, speech charisma check not <laughs> not one of my strong points you can flip it with luck or a luck point wouldn't help. Uh, we have minus twos in chat. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was a success. Congratulations. You got a four and an eight. Okay. Uh, you can use two minus twos and break that down to a double success. Do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Because I, I think I think this conversation, if it goes right, it's really going to help. All right, so one is from Raven. The other one is from Tracy. Thank you, thank you to both of you for the minus twos. 
so yeah, uh, Val, you sharing this detail, uh, now even Camacho can notice, and you can Camacho, you can Camacho, you can notice as well, every single one of these six guys uh, seems incredibly disconcerted and very unhappy and they start like loudly murmuring like we didn't get fucking paid for this what no way they did uh, reanimate the dead no way no no, no. We're, we're not doing this no way and uh, you start seeing uh, some of the guys literally like grabbing their stuff they start to what looks to be pack um, you have another guy who starts grabbing his gun and starts looking around inside of the building um, and the dog itself seems to now even be on edge so right. you have okay. right. you have spooked the shit out of all of them um so uh, that's what we're doing here what were y'all doing here it sounds related Uh, the, the, the leader looks over you, he's like, we, we are getting paid to head down to that crash site and, and collect what dropped. We're, we're, we're a mercenary group, we're, we, we just got here, we've been traveling for, like, two freaking weeks, we got into a firefight with some idiots, uh, up the road, uh, a couple of days ago, one guy was in, like, military outfit, and they were traveling with a bunch of people. We got into a firefight with them. Uh, we lost two guys, but we've been coming down here because uh, we're 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 getting paid to collect this stuff up. But if what you're saying is real, that this shit is reanimating people, no way in hell. We're we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Screw those caps. Right. That is smart. Do not touch it. If you meet anybody that has weird black stuff in them, don't touch them either. Well, they... And stay away from the junior high. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so we, th- we threw some of it in there. We blew it up, but it might not have done anything. We really don't know. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll me a just flat 1d10, please. Scaring the natives. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty much... Uh, the the leader looks over at you. His his face goes as pale as the other guy's face was uh, before he got fixed up by Minsky and Camacho. He's like the junior high school. Yeah. Oh goddamn! And uh, you see him turn around and uh, and look over to the other five guys. He's like, uh, gentlemen, pack up. Let's move. We gotta go get him. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Pack up, we're out in five. And uh, everybody inside of the building starts just grabbing their stuff and packing up. And uh, the leader turns around and says, uh, thank you very, very much. Uh, you look like uh, a foreigner, but you are you are the, the greatest foreigner I've met so far. So uh, th- thank you for the assistance. Tell me you didn't post anyone over there. You buried somebody, didn't you? Or, well, at least left him there. Um, if, uh, you guys could actually give me a... Sorry, concentration check. What do we use for memory? Oh, what boy. Well, it would be intelligence. Memory. And then the, then whatever the relevant uh, field would be, depending on the skill. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me anybody who was. Uh, actually, all of you guys went through that space. Everybody, go ahead and give me intelligence survival. Uh, DV one. Uh, no worries about complications right now. You're okay. It's not like you're gonna have a nosebleed and part of that's your brain. I'm not that evil. Remember that there's a problem in here. Is there a minus two? Uh, there is a minus two in chat. Comes from Stinkball. Uh, there's also a, uh, it looks to be a, a negative plot twist chilling out there in chat. I think I'm just going to use it tomorrow. Yeah, you should. No, no, no. You should use it today. Use it today? Or never. No, tomorrow or sounds never. fine to me. Yeah, no, tomorrow sounds good. No, y'all should do that yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to watch that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see uh minsky 13 yeah down to an 11 yeah you don't remember uh val remembers johnny remembers and camacho remembers and camacho don't worry about the crit fail again it's not like i'm gonna make you start dripping like a gray matter out of your head i would, I would like love it if a on a remember check was you forgot something else important <laughs> oh you, you mean i'm not gonna you mean I'm not going to have an 11 moment? Yeah, no 11 moments. But I do like that. No. Uh, that's actually a really interesting idea. If you have a critical fail on a memory check, you forget something else that's important. Or you remember something like, oops, I left such and such back at the junior high. <laughs> Damn it, uh, Mata, the, stove the stove on at the camp. Damn, I left <laughs> that corpse unburied at the camp. Oops! I burnt my pre my like a double I burnt my pre-war noodles. <laughs> uh, so uh, good in the first place. Camacho, Jianyu, and uh, Val. Uh, a lot of you remembers uh, that when you had uh, when you had passed uh, the uh, the junior high school, uh, when you had passed through that field there, it. Uh, if, if you remember, uh, it seemed to have, as if some of that ground there had been disturbed. It said there were like patches of space where uh, where there wasn't any of that tall grass. It looked like it had been torn up. Yep. Uh, so yeah. They buried a fallen team member. Yeah, they uh, they they buried the guy that died during the firefight there, and uh, you are you have now officially panicked them, and they are about to run back and get him. Well, it's a lot. Good luck. Uh, yeah, the mercenary leader says thank you. Uh, dude, we're, we're, how do you how do you kill this thing? How do you how do you how do you get rid of it? What is what what? Oh, we, we don't know where he's at. <laughs> we didn't get far yet. It's quite magnetic. Frankly, the mission you're about to go on is quite futile, and you'll probably all wind up dying. But go for it. You're welcome to try. We're pulling for you. We yeah. Ooh, we're gonna be thinking about you while you're gone. Uh, Minsky, so go ahead. About... Oh, go ahead. What's up? They're likely to go dig up their guy or whatever. So Jianyu's gonna like step up to the leader, and he's gonna hand him three sticks of incense, and say, so, you know, just whisper something like, uh, "Respect your, respect your dad." Uh, the the guy looks at you. He's like, "Oh, 
thank you. I haven't seen any of these in a long time. And he looks down at it, and you see him kind of sniff it. He's like, oh my god, it's... Thank you. The real deal. <laughs> uh, for, for those of you who uh, live over in the States or Europe, and you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, um, incense sticks are used for like praying to the dead or honoring ancestors, and in Asiatic cultures that have like ancestor worship or ancestor like piety, filial piety, stuff like that, um, the quality of incense that you purchase is often correlated to how much you respect the dead. Um, and the fact that he even has any um, is a major indicator to anybody who is Buddhist or Taoist that uh, this person could even be like a priest. Uh, so this this leader now thinks that you are a priest. Uh, you are not, in fact, a doctor. <laughs> um, well because most of the people that made these were out of specialized facilities that were highly respected uh, across Taiwan, Korea, Japan, China, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia. They're very high respect. Uh, Minsky, uh, you have a role I need you to make right now. Please make another speech and charisma check for me. Probably going to use another minus two here. Do we have AP? Uh, we do not have any more AP. The AP was used up. But we do have a lot of minus twos. Uh, we do, yes, have a buttload of minus twos. Uh, thanks to Stinkbomb, Logar, RC Walker, Nexus. Nobody's giving me any plus twos? Come on, guys! No. That's the reserve for tomorrow. Ah, okay. Uh, so, Minsky, uh, yeah, you got a plus, sorry, uh, minus two, uh, we got a 10 and a 19, uh, no successes. Um, nobody really pays attention to your heed. Nobody really seems to notice you mentioning that it's going to be futile. And they just keep backing up. Um, now, the, uh, this camp leader himself, he, he turns around, you see him start to get his own stuff ready. Uh, if you folks want to continue engaging with them, or you can disengage from the group, that is your call. What would you like to do? Do you want to continue interacting with them, or do you want to step back? Well... Are you going to click B on the controller, or A? I'm going to let them go about what they're doing. Um, I, I don't think I was ready to walk away from this spot. Um, I'm honestly kind of hoping in the hurry that they leave something behind. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. It's um, funny. Pickpocket. Oh, you want to pickpocket somebody? If they leave behind... <laughs> Camacho, you can totally roll for pickpocket. It is it is 100% no, no. something you did. Are you sure? No, no, it's okay. I was talking about John Jian Yu. Like Yeah. No, I don't put, um, put his put his arm around them and then freaking <laughs> <laughs> walk them out and then um, uh, like grab whatever. Grab something from them. Here, I'll carry your pack for you. <laughs> what pack? <laughs> Just disappears. Never had either. one to begin with. 
Uh, so yeah, about, uh, about five minutes passes, and these guys have packed up, and they said, Best of luck, travelers. Uh, we're not going to get anywhere near this shit. Uh, we need to go get our our, uh, our, uh, our fallen man, and we are going back to the city. Good luck. Uh, and uh, thank you again. Uh, the leader sends over to uh, Minsky, Camacho. Uh, actually, to all of you. All of you have really helped them in this uh, regard. Uh, but he says thank you all very much, and uh, uh, for for your troubles, uh, you can. Uh, this is this is for you. Best of best of luck. Um, and uh, what I would like each of you to do, please, is roll me a. Um, actually, don't roll anything. Uh, he's going to give each of you an item. Nice. So let's pull this up. We're gonna do a. All right. Um, so the first item that he offers up is he offers up a uh, small stack of bobby pins, four bobby pins. I currently have four. Okay. Anybody want to grab the four bobby you pins? You now have eight. I have fourteen. Oh, well. Take them, pal. <laughs> you now, you now have eight. You now have eight. All right. Um, he also offers over. Um. Uh, you, uh, he has a box of Blamco brand mac and cheese. Unopened. Oh, I'll totally snag that up. Oh yeah, you need food. Val, Val begrudgingly lets lets uh, Doctor Gianniu take the uh, take the mac and cheese. Begrudgingly. <laughs> Um, he also has, uh, uh, four shotgun shells. Which, if somebody wants Sean to grab that here. for Sean. Yeah, but we can give those to him. Here, I'll put it on my sheet. I'll give it to him. Um, and, uh, he also offers up something that probably none of you have seen or interacted with, and if you have, it's been quite a long time. Uh, uh, right next to those, uh, shotgun shells, there's three rounds of 5.56 ammunition. Ooh, damn. Unfortunately, it's very cool, it's not that useful. Well, one of the benefits of yeah, one of the benefits of this is that uh, there's three rounds. Uh, one of the benefits is okay. is that if you do have a weapon that can fire it, you now have some ammunition for it. Uh, second benefit is is that if you don't have a weapon, uh, these are extremely valuable, and you can sell the ammunition and use that as currency inside most settlements, uh, because. Uh, uh, ammunition itself is very rare in Fallout Asia. A lot of people use ammunition instead of caps to pay for things. So yeah, you, that's what he offers up to you guys for all of the assistance and all of the help. So we got some caps earlier, we got a robot repair kit, and you guys just got the shotgun shells, the 5.56 ammo, bobby pin, the Blamco mac and cheese. Um, muchas gracias. I did. Okay. Unless you want it. Mm. Okay. Just tell him muchas gracias. Vaya con Dios, amigo. He he looks at you and he's like, I I have no idea what language that is, but goodbye and best of luck. <laughs> That's his response back. Pretty much what he what uh, she said. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. Uh, thank you. Um, and uh, he, 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 and the men. Uh, uh, he, he tells them like, let's, let's get moving. And a lot of them grab their stuff and get going. And they exit the area and start heading north towards the junior high school. As they, as they start walking away, like a little spark flies out of Minsky's hat, and he just shouts after him as he waves his claw. Happy to say, resistance is bedeutend, Klaus. Right, see? Okay, that's what, all right, that's what, see? You, that was, that was German, right? I don't know German, but I'm pretty sure that's German. Minsky looks at you like, what are you talking about? Was ist Deutsch, Leo? No idea what you're talking about. Should we pick? Should we fix you now or fix you later, Minsky? Cross? I think he's done. Okay, so I asked, asked John Yu. Should we fix him now? I think we should try to fix him now, but can we take a quick look around, see if we can find some water to go with this mac and cheese? Because I'm starving. All right, you guys yeah, have. Yeah, that's the same today. Sorry, I haven't studied German in like 16 years. That took my brain a second, but yes, that is a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> what? As the overseer, hold on one second. Where did you learn German? Are you German? Did you live in Germany? Where is this coming from? <laughs> I took German in high school. Okay. All right, so... Uh, I'm not alone at that. All right, and you—you you are our youngest member, um, because for once I'm not the youngest person. For fucking once. Really, it's just from <laughs> driving that nail into your nose, you know. Ah, there and the bricks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's from being in the brick. Uh, so yeah, all of you have a chance right now to do some scavenging. So I would, uh, if you are interested in scavenging inside of this area, you have a chance to do so. Uh, to scavenge, it's going to be a DV3 to get a success, um, and you need to roll a uh, survival perception check. So I kind of wanted to do foraging outside to see if I could find some water. I'm sorry, my my brain just, like... Very confused. You're going to forage for water. Yeah, like like a source of water. We've done it before where we're like we try to find some some amount of water that we can potentially bottle up or drink or whatever. Yeah, are there any rab roaches around? <laughs> uh, there are no rad roaches around, uh, but you can see that they did eat what was left over of one of the rad roaches inside of that building. Uh, yeah, I mean, go f go for it. You can do a scavenge for sorry, a uh, 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 uh my brain yeah, for uh, forage, which is also perception survival. The perception survival for yeah. that is a DV one. So finding items inside of the building is vastly harder than finding items outside. Why do I keep getting notifications? I'm going to put my phone on silent now because it's gone off eight times. So let's see what we got. I'll look, I'll look for water too. 
So uh, Minsky, no, Minsky. Okay, so Minsky has a no. Val, only one success, that's a no. Um, Jianyu, uh, two successes, that's a yes. Uh, Camacho, that's three successes, that's uh, an AP for your tag skill. Um, so yeah, let's see, what are you able to forage for outside? Uh, you guys don't find any items indoors. Um, as you are foraging outside, uh, what you do find, uh, Jianyu, is you find uh, some potatoes. Uh, what is your survival skill number? It is uh, three. You find three tatoes. Alright. Excellent. Uh, you I do like not find any water. Alright. So uh, that's all I find? Go ahead. What? That was it? Yep. For me? Cool. And for Camacho, uh, you had three successes. Uh, what is your, um, survival? Four. Alright, you find four mutt fruit. <gasps> no sassy comebacks this time? Thank you, guys. No, we all know it's, but, you know. Yeah, it's all mutt fruit. Yeah, we know you're wrong. It's fine. That's what's good. You find four razor grain. Um, and you find uh, one bottle of dirty water. It seems as if somebody had simply tossed it. Nice. So there you go, Camacho. You found some razor grain, you found some uh, mutt fruit, and you found a bottle of dirty water. I turn over, I, I turn to um, uh, Jianyu. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, thank you. I'm going to sit down and, toss and it guzzle my uh, dirty water and eat some craptastic potatoes. Uh, Alright, uh, do you have the lead belly perk? No. Okay. Hopefully I don't end up sick. Yeah, go ahead and <laughs> roll me a, uh, roll me a uh, one combat dice, please. As you guzzle down dirty water from a bottle that was literally <laughs> thrown on the side of a building. Yep, and, and I got an effect. Oh, so I think was, that's uh, radiation. Oh, right. Was uh, it slightly yellow? Uh, it wasn't even slightly yellow. It had particulates uh, floating around in it, so it's oh. brown. Um, oh, yummy. Yeah, so for this, uh, what I actually uh, prefer to do is I would like you to uh, roll me uh, goodness gracious! Wow, my brain is really malfunctioning this morning. Um, so yes, what I'd like you to do is roll me uh, endurance survival, and if you succeed on it, then you receive radiation. If you do not succeed on it, then you receive a disease. All right. Um, they're going fast, but I'm going to spend a luck so I can do uh, luck survival. Come on, Radworms. <laughs> that would be fun. You are now host to 300 Radworms. <laughs> Good morning, All Father. Right, All right, so that is just radiation. Uh, so you receive a point of radiation. 
Yes, we have a magnet and we have a night light. You guys are now becoming a construction workers, uh, construction workers friend right now. Alright, and then I am going to chow down all those tados and get myself up to actually full because I was a step away from starving. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the Tatoes. Let's see. I don't think Tatoes have. Find Tato. Potatoes. Have you mashed any of them up? Have you put them into a stew by any chance? Or are you just eating them raw? Maybe boil I mean, them. They saw. Do they have a fire going? Uh, the fire has been put out. But, uh, did they still have coals? Can I, uh, can I, uh, roast them? You could try if you would like. Uh, that would yeah, be, uh, cooking. That. Yep, which is intelligent survival. Minsky, come hover over these coals. Hey, I mean, that's pretty I'm gonna put this potato under you. You stand here for an hour or so, and I'm gonna come back. <laughs> Alright, I'm still trying uh, to find freaking potato on here. Holy crap. So many mentions of potato inside of the core rulebook. Like, they literally have it listed like a trillion times. Uh, page 151. Hold up one second. Can we etch Ninja on the side of Min on the back of Minsky? Sorry about that, folks. Um, name them. Name, name, oh, name all 300 of them? Yes, name all 300 yeah. of your babies. Uh, yeah, you're unable to cook them. Uh, it doesn't seem to work very well. They're just kind right, of charred. I'm just gonna eat them. Alright, how many are you eating? I was gonna eat all three. Alright, go ahead and roll three combat dice, please. Crunchy. The the entry says uh, potatoes provide decent nutrition but taste disgusting. Yup. They are used in a lot of the stews and stuff though. So. Yes. Oh, oh no! You don't chew with your. I got one effect. You don't so chew with your mouth open, right? Radiation. Yep. So go ahead and roll me uh, survival endurance. Yeah, mutated hybrid of pre-war tomato and potato plant with a stem and reddish skin of the former and brownish flesh of the latter. Potatoes provide decent nutrition but taste disgusting. However, they're relatively easy to grow and thus are a staple of wasteland agriculture. Uh, I'd like to use one of the uh, numerous minus twos if All I can. Right, sounds good. Uh, okay, yep, this one comes from Logar the Ogar. That actually right. lands me two successes. That does land you two successes. Um, you do not receive any radiation or any uh, diseases. Excellent. Nom nom. Alright, and you can fill yourself up for yep. your hunger meter. 
Um, all right. So, yeah, you you all have uh, searched through this area. You found some food outside, but there was nothing really inside. You found a bottle of particulate-filled dirty water outside that was irradiated. Um, there is little left that uh, can be accomplished here unless you all want to stay in there. Uh, it is now roughly 8 o'clock in the morning. All right. Hey, everyone, try... Do we want to try to fix Minsky while we're here? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should. While we have right. da- um, while we have downtime. All right. So a robot repair kit uh, heals four HP to a robot, or four HP to power armor. Um, let's see on here. There should be something else about it. Should be able to heal an injury. Uh, so healing robots. Attempting the first aid action on a robot, a suit of power armor, or other large machine like a vehicle requires intelligence repair with DB2. This increases each time uh, there is an injury. Passing the test restores the health points equal to your repair rating, treats an injury, or stabilizes a dying machine. Machines cannot use chems, though. Repair kit functions for a machine as stim packs do for living characters. Um... Let's see. How do we repair an injury? Um, if you look at the using stim packs uh, block right above that, it's, yeah. uh, it says right at the bottom that um, bots cannot be healed from stim packs. Stim packs work the same way as uh, robot repair kits. Yeah. Uh, well, th- what I'm asking though is that how do we repair an Injury, because your HP's filled. I think your your HP is pretty close to filled. Right, right. Uh, I'm saying with the repair kit, mm-hmm. like you can either do four HP or treats one injury. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I understand. Um, all right. So yeah, that would be intelligence repair uh, to use the repair kit, and it's going to be a DV two. Um, and if it is successful, then you will have one of the injuries treated. So who would like to repair? Uh, one injury treated or more than one? Because the, the repair kit can treat one on its own. Like a stim pack can treat one. Yeah, it's one. Um, That's why it's a DV2, not a DV5. Is that, do you even uh, have to roll for that? Do you? I thought oh, you didn't. You roll for first aid, but Let's check. So I think a stem can just be used to using a robot repair kit. Um, it can be used in one of two ways. It can be applied using the take chem minor action, healing for HP or treating an injury immediately, or it can be applied as a first aid action, healing for HP or treating an injury immediately. As with any repairs to a robot or power armor, this is done using the repair skill rather than the medicine skill. So. Playing role. So repair intelligence. It'll be a DB two. Um, whoever would like to lead that, uh, somebody can assist. Um, I'll lead it up. I'll assist. Hmm. I'm going to use the AP. I will also assist. What does um? Uh, I have a multi tool that I use for repairing. 
Mm -hmm. That reduces the DB of uh, any repair test by one. You could give that to the leader on this. Okay. I actually have one. Oh, there you go. That brings it down to a DB1. uh, Yeah, and I think if we get, we can repair extra or treat extra injuries for like two AP a piece or something like that. Um, I feel like I read that. Um, so if we can get enough successes, we we might be able to fix up more more of Minsky. All right, I'm gonna use AP, and bam, there we go, four successes, five successes. Do I even need to? Attempt to help. So using AP, um, using AP, you can buy D20s, obtain information, reduce time, take additional minor actions, take additional major actions, or add extra damage. Let's see, hold on. There's a... In. I mean, let's figure this out. Let's. The AP, yeah, the AP is for uh, just regaining health. I don't think there's anything written about injuries. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Um... Oh, the two AP is when you're doing rest, when you're sleeping, and you're doing endurance survival. Then two AP can be spent to um, um, completely recover from. To additional uh, from an additional injury. Okay. Double check me on here. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, you have you have way more than enough successes. Um. I forgot about that shit. Australis plays. Haha. That episode made me sick. Just be thankful it's not Homer Simpson's tobacco. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> god. Maybe I should add that into my next supplement. Tomaco. Highly addictive. Very juicy. Fulfills one hydration and one food. Um so yeah, uh John, you 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 knock the shit out of this test and uh you are able to successfully utilize the repair kit to repair one of the injuries on um on Minsky. So Minsky, how many injuries do you have now? What are you at? I believe it was three, so now it's down to two. Oh crap. So you folks can now take uh take an hour to repair Minsky. It will be a DV one, two, three, four. With the multi-tool, it brings it down to a DV three. Yep, and we should have generated some uh, AP from that, right? Uh, yes, you generated back the one that you used. So yeah, you guys are at two AP right now. Let's go for another round of it, I guess. Okay. I'll use another AP. Um, and let's see if we can get another injury gone. Get Minsky back and going. Applications prepare three dice. Alright, I got two 
one there. Um, Would like to assist. So somebody can roll to assist. So we only need. I'll take it. So we need one less success now, right? We need one more. Yeah, just one more success. I'll take a negative. I use a negative two on this. Okay. <gasps> no, I accidentally clicked redeem negative plot twist. Oops. Well, yeah. But, uh, no, it's okay. I'm just kidding. Turns, I'll wait uh, for that for tomorrow. Camacho's into a uh, two successes. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, we've got that on there. That's one AP back. Um, <coughs> so uh, yeah, you've got another one of your injuries treated. So you are now down to one injury left. Uh, if you guys want to make your final check, that will be a DB two. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to use one. Uh, action point. And I'm moving a long time as you guys are doing this too, by the way. I'm not yep. sure if anybody's noticed that. I figure after that. this will be at what, 10 o'clock? Uh, 11. 11. Alright, there's right. two successes. Yep, there you go. And if somebody wants to toss in uh, any help. Oh, there's no need for okay, help. Okay. It was DB2. No. Oh, okay. Because you had your multi-tool. All right. So uh, with uh, with the 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 uh, the contributed help. Oh no! By accident, sounded so sincere. Lol. Yeah, totally sincere. Uh, so uh, over the course of a couple of hours, uh, Minsky, you see all of your all of your friends here. Sean even shows up after everybody had left, um, and he he tries giving a hand in as well. Um, and your your group gets you fixed back up. All of your major injuries are now gone. Um, your plating is back to what it used to be, and your HP should be back to full. And your sparking is now over. I mean, unless you wanted to continue sparking, it's up to you. <laughs> Never did figure out why you were speaking German, though. Looks at Sean and shakes oh. one of his robot arms. Danke schön, mein Freund. I found on the web. I found fantastic. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't get it. Well, this is a chance for us right now. Uh, we're going to take a uh, bio break. Um, as you guys may have noticed. I'm reaching my, my head out every 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 moment or so um, because I have a fantastic pile of food sitting right next to me that has been tormenting my senses for about half an hour. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna gobble this up and I'm gonna have us go on a bio break. We'll be back in a few minutes, folks. Uh, we're also at uh, eight o'clock right now, just about. So we're a little bit over halfway anyway. So we're gonna pause here and we will resume when we get back. I'm going to leave the mics hot, so if you guys want to talk with our wonderful, wonderful audience or have any chats amongst each other about what you want to do or how you want to respond to like this mercenary group or what to do with Del Rago, um, that's up to you. Um, and I want to give you also one final reminder is the fact that uh, Sean also pushed for going to Del Rago because this is where he believed he could also get a power core. Now, a lot of you got one from the school. 
but he had heard that there may also be one at the Del Rago. So there's a chance that you folks could find a second power core if you want to look for it. If you only want to look for the impact site, that's up to you. It's a discussion you guys can have amongst yourselves. And folks, we'll be right back. Enjoy your food, Cap. Yeah, I'm gonna dig into this pretty hard. You're mm. so hungry. Uh, Great. yeah. I'm, I'm starving. See you folks in a few minutes.
<laughs> so actually, I don't think I'll introduce an atmosphere on Mars. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about it. It would take away the, the, the namesake of it being the red planet. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think I'll um I think I'll just keep it um like um well a a dome lifestyle. Yeah. If um have you ever played Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah. Um, I really like their idea of um habitable zones. They set up mm -hmm. these things and they basically create like you know they they create this area of um of you know, air pressure and oxygen and radiation levels that are acceptable for people. But mm -hmm. if you walk out of that area, you're fucked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What but... I think would be part of the fun of being able to play on Mars is like going out into the uninhabitable areas, right? Mm -hmm. And like having to do something out there. Whatever. The badlands? Yeah. Like. That's part of the fun of it, or having other little colonies out there, or whatever, like, so that you have that kind of like space element where, like, you do need oxygen, you do need like the atmosphere. You can't just like, you know, you get oh, totally enough really easy. Yeah, um, very easily. Um, getting a no firefight and you freaking your EV suit tears. Exactly. So you. Yeah, and then it's an it's an extra danger for nomads. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be using power suits from Max Metal. Oh, nice! My son would totally dig that. <laughs> he's got a tech, and he's like, "Well, I want I want a power armor suit," and I'm like, "I'm not giving you a power armor oh. suit. You, last time." <laughs> You know, I gave you some dynamite and you blew up people at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, like the, I'm like I'm drawing inspiration from the expanse, so the Martian um, uh, um, battle suits, mm -hmm. especially with their um, those um, missiles or those rockets that they that they have in their backpacks or in their their backpacks or whatever. The one thing I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to gauge I'm trying to figure out is um in Cyberpunk <clears throat> there is no there is really from what, from what I've experienced there's no um way to do like a missile swarm without it without it being game breaking Yeah it's it's tricky when your damage goes up very much at all. Like, you know, they kind of limit be... everything to eighty-six for a reason. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a playthrough with some of the some of my castmates sometime soon um, about um, dual wielding, um, uh, being naturally ambidextrous as opposed to um, uh, augmented ambidexterity, and. Um, also having um, augmentations of extra uh, extra limbs and um, a rate of fire with um, of um, different um, uh, different weapons. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna homebrew something. Nice. 
because the whole thing was um, it being game breaking. I mean, you just up the ante then, I think. I mean, you can see how it, how it plays out, right? Yeah. Um. Could have a you know, could have moment uh, like with my idea could have a moment like um like on the Matrix where where Neo goes in and starts laying waste to freaking scores and scores of um NPCs. Yeah, yeah. The danger with uh, Cyberpunk is also like you know stupid booster game to take you down in a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it can swing fast and it's kind of crazy. Like we. I started playing, right, in one of the first, uh, Cyberpunk Red, right, and, like, one of the first things that happened was, uh, my brother, he got himself shot. He got shot one time by some, like, piranha gangbanger, and mm-hmm. he went down to, uh, less than half life in one hit, because uh-huh. I rolled really well, and it was like, ooh, damn! That's when we decided we were going to, uh, make sure we had backup characters made. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a discussion in, in in our Discord about like some um uh, one um uh, someone was saying or a couple of people were saying that they believe that um uh, on character generation characters at the start have too much hit points to make it to make it believable or whatever. I'm like, that's only if um, your 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 GM or whoever's running the game is um being fairly lenient. Yeah. Yeah, it can go south fast. Mm-hmm. We, we had a shootout, and it was just like, what was it? It was uh, like a four-on-four sort of situation. Um, I ended up, as GM, I wiped out one of the NPCs they were working with, uh, gave two crit injuries to another NPC, and it crit injured one of the uh, players. There's only really two players. I, I play a uh, DMPC with them because they only have two people. Um, and, like, they were screwed afterwards, you know? <laughs> like, you know, most of their team was, like, seriously injured. And, um, I mean, they, they were, like, literally... They finished that, that game, and they literally, like, there was one roll. They could have just finished them all. Um, I missed by one point on a called shot to the head of one of the players because he was holding a hostage. And I missed by one point. And if I had taken out the solo right there, everything was gone. Like, because everybody else was crit injured that was still standing. So it it turns fast. I would have shot the hostage. Yeah, it was, it was a corpo situation. The corpo was like captured, and like the uh, the paid muscle was trying to save them, and the players were using mm-hmm. the corpo as a human shield to get out of the place. Um. So I was just like, "Damn, you guys! You guys came one point away from death." <laughs> but it was fun. So. Sorry about the wait, folks. I'm back. Satiated. Oh, yeah. I got coffee, <laughs> eggs, and bread. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. So, 
We've got our uh, Minsky robotic companion, although still talking in German, fully repaired, all injuries taken care of. Seems as if uh, the majority of our group here has been pretty dead set on uh, trying to trying to get themselves over to this crash site, even though Val literally scared the shit out of a mercenary company that immediately bolted ass away. Uh, so what are the lot of you doing? You've searched and scrounged this area. There's nothing else really for you to find. You are only a couple of minutes away from the Del Rago. You are right up the street. And uh, you guys could even see like part of what's left of that high-rise tower hanging up in the distance. Weapons check. Check in. Uh, I'm going to check my pistol. Make sure it's ready to go. Uh, you are you're all set for your weapon. Um, one of the interesting aspects of Fallout 2D20 is that they don't count the ammo in your clips, quote-unquote. Uh, what they do count is your total ammo count. That's where we need to keep an eye on that. So. All right, well, let's, let's do this. I guess I want to head on out. Okay. Yep. Yep. It is eleven o'clock in the morning. It's almost noon, so it's starting to get a little bit hotter outside. What I would like all of you to do is please roll a one d two, and we will see what our weather has transformed into as the lot of you have worked on repairing up Minsky. And Storm Wolf, my players are always cocky until one decent shotgun or AR hit takes them down to th Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's what happens. <laughs> yep. That's cyberpunk. <clears throat> Alright, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so let's blast through here. Do 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 one, two, three, four, five, six. Alright, uh, so as, uh, as a lot of you uh, head out, uh, what you start to see is that descending from the sky, there seems, to be, uh, there seems to be things falling out of the sky. It's not quite snow, you're not totally sure what it is, but this gray, white, and black stuff starts, uh, starts drifting down from the sky as all of you are heading over, and the sky itself starts to turn darker and darker and darker by the moment. Um, Ash. What I would like all of you to do, please, is give me a, a perception survival check. Thanks, I hate it. You're welcome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but no complications. Oh no. Thank God. Um, so yeah. Do we have any minus twos in chat? We have a bunch. Uh, let's see. Next one comes from RC Walker Nexus. So yes, minus two. And the one after that is also from RC Walker Nexus. Uh, so that brings you down to one success. Okay, so um, Val, John Yu, and Minsky. Uh, the lot of you can tell that what's coming down from the sky, because Minsky, it was a DB2, but for all perception checks, you get a minus one DB. Um, the lot of you can tell that what's happened is, is that there seems to be some kind of heavy ash fall now coming out of the sky. 
and uh, this ashfall is uh, becoming denser and denser by the moment. Um, and inside of our uh, Fallout uh, Wasteland reveals for heavy ashfall, I will read the entry for you, is a heavy mixture of white, gray, and black ash starts falling from the sky as it shifts into a pitch black state. So it's 11 o'clock in the afternoon, and the sky is now almost as dark as midnight, and this ash starts to roll down. All perception checks, ranged attacks, and upcoming survival tests will have a plus 2 DV to their difficulty Aww. while outside. That's so many. <clears throat> yes. So. <laughs> I hear we need to get inside. Uh, let's drop in some tokens on here. So this is your perception. This is your moment. So perception, ranged, and survival. Go and ranged. Okay, what's what's going on? Copy, paste. There we go. Ranged, and it is at a plus two. So let's go down here. There we go. Um, so if you take a look at the uh, the sheet right there, um, what's happening is is that under uh, our data section we have the environmental effects. This is part right of the back. sheet. No worries. Uh, this is part of the sheet that I'm going to be releasing out onto our uh, Cybernation Uncensored in the coming weeks once I've kind of perfected it and gotten it fully functional. Um, is that uh, in environmental effects? Goodness. In our environmental effects, if I can actually get it on screen, there we go. Um, we have temperature, where you can track temperature with extreme heat or extreme cold. Uh, difficulties for perception, endurance, agility, melee attacks, and ranged attacks. And each one of those lines represents either a plus one or a plus two. Um, so each of those markers on there now includes an extra uh, difficulty when trying to make those checks in the outdoors. Uh, so yeah, a lot of you continue going on. Everyone's badass right until that first bad hit. Yes, that happens in Fallout 2. Uh, we've experienced that with a single shotgun blast to a PC who realized how horrifying shotguns actually are. Um, and it is the opposite of, oh yeah, uh, it is an oh no. Um... <laughs> So there we go. We're uh, we're right up the corner from this location. So I'm going to zoom in back on our map. Okay. So uh, you all start, or not start. You continue coming down that main road, and you see that there is a turn. Uh, one path heads to the right. One path heads to the left. Um, and all of you know, uh, because this has already been uh, checked for in the past, is that the Del Rago main entrance is off on the left and the back entrance would be off on the right uh, but the Del Rago is now standing in front of you uh, it's about 15 uh, no it's about 20 stories tall so it's about 20 floors uh, that all look like the many of the floors have been either burned out or the glass has been bashed out uh, you can see there's spray paint and graffiti on the front, and the location itself uh, was once used as a survival camp. Um, those of you who have uh, lived in this area in the past know this, is that this used to be one of the larger survival camps, 
um, with many of the windows being boarded up with what looks like uh, some some plasterboard or drywall uh, that's molded, um, and the front, uh, the the sorry, the perimeter around the building has this kind of broken down uh, fenced gate. Uh, won't be difficult to uh, get over it, but it will be a little bit more difficult getting inside. So that's what you all see in front of you is this building. Um, is it worth since this used to be like a a place that people lived? Is this worth? Is this area worth scavenging? Scaven- searching. Scavenging. Uh, you can one hundred percent totally scavenge in this area. Um, when you get inside, uh, this would be considered a uh, large, uh, large commercial uh, hotel. Okay, that's what Val wants to do. Once we get inside, we're not inside. You are not inside. You are still outdoors. Okay. Is there a clear that's... way inside? Yeah, you can go past the uh, the outdoor gates, uh, but you do know, or you do see that the front door itself uh, seems to be blocked off, um, and the back door itself as well seems to have been blocked off. So you'd have to find a way in through either using force, moving what's blocking it, or finding a different way inside. Sign of this crash site. What's up? Any sign of that crash site that the that the children talk were talking about? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll me a uh a perception perception survival check. Oh, have you already? Oh, there we go. Um, so you don't see it from where you're at, um, but this is the location that the kids have been talking about. Uh, if anybody else wants to roll uh, perception survival, you can go for it. I'll give it a shot. I want to skirt the perimeter, see if I can find a better vantage point. Val, you think I don't see that? Val, you can use a, a point of point of luck, but we do not have two plus twos in chat right now. I'm gonna use a point of luck. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Got a crit fail there. Twenty and a fifteen. Uh, Minsky, success. Okay, there you got rid of that crit fail. Um, so the lot of you are trying to look and trying to see where exactly uh, this crash site is, but Minsky, uh, you're following uh, Camacho and you're pretty much keeping your eye stocks kind of up. And what you see is that about five or six floors, or five or six stories up, uh, you can see what looks to be the tail end of a uh, like a rocket fuselage uh, sticking out of the side of the building. Um, there's clearly fire damage uh, around the area, and you can see that uh, many of the uh, many of the floors that had glass at one point in time probably blew out due to the fire inside. But it has since gone out. So this is above us? Yes. It has crashed into the side of the building above your current location. How far above? Five to six stories. 
here. Hold on. I'll give you an exact number. I will roll my d6. Oh, that's 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 fine. It's five Val's just trying to put it. Val's just trying to put it together. Because there were there was children, mm-hmm. and they said that they touched it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they that means the that there is a way up there. Yes. Probably one that doesn't require force to get through the entrances. Right, unless it's real small, because, you know. Kids. You know, there's children. Um, Now for this, Uh, what I will need you guys to do is please give me an intelligence perception check. That's two two stats. Sorry, you are right. Um... (laughs) Oh, yeah, my bad. Sorry, I mixed them up. Uh, survival intelligence, not survival perception. No, survival yeah. intelligence. What I'm ways could these that. kids have gotten inside of this building is what you're trying to figure out as Camacho and Minsky are kind of circling the perimeter. Um, Camacho knows exactly how. Um, Camacho sees that quite literally what these kids had done is they had climbed up some of that rubble that was that uh, in front of that front door um, and it literally brought them in onto the second floor where there is no glass uh, in that front window. Um, so the kids must have climbed up that to get inside. Um, and uh, Val and Minsky, the two of you, are also able to see that there are other ways that uh, they could have gotten inside um, as other possibilities is the fact that uh, some of the uh, some of the boards that have been put up in front of the first floors, like open, smashed glass display windows, uh, some of those look like they might be loose. And so they could have been, like, pushed past or pushed through, forced out or replaced. Um, but Camacho figures it out pretty easily that, bah, these kids didn't do any of that. They just climbed up that rubble and went in onto the second floor. So right, well, let's skip all that and, and get to get to the thing. Get to the thing. Do yeah, the stuff. Upstairs. Kick the Do ball. The hooray! Yeah, let's uh, let's everybody climb the rubble. So, uh, what I need all of you to do is please give me a athletics endurance check. I don't want to. <laughs> That's too bad. I don't want to climb the rubble. I don't want to roll for anything. Why <laughs> you were a valuable member of this team? That's why I don't want to roll. I want to just do it. <laughs> Time to make the donuts. All right, Val, uh, you unable to make it up that that rubble. Camacho seems to be able to make it up the rubble. Um, and, uh, yeah, Minsky doesn't need to roll for this, because Minsky can literally just fly up the side in the pileup of that rubble. Um, and I will roll for Jianyu, because Jianyu is not here right now. He had to step out really quick. And I will also roll for Sean. Are they able to make it up? Oh my god, that's so cute! I never noticed that before. Can you guys see that on live stream? His character sheet has a picture of him on it. That's so cute. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Alright, characters. There we go. 
Uh, so let's do a roll. And roll. There we go. So it's going to be endurance. Athletics. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Roll. Dice two. Attack skill no. How did he do? One success! So Gianni is able to make it up when Val can't. Good job, Val. Sean. Yep, I'm rolling for Sean right now. Let's see. Do, do, do. Endurance. Athletics. Dice 2. Attack skill no. Uh, and, oh, oh my lord. Um, the ravine all over what? again. Yeah, I know. He wants to use. He wants to use luck. Well, it's not a DB two. It's just a DB one. So that that's not a crit fail. Um, but yeah. So again, right? Uh, he and Val, both of you, slipped down. So Val, you and Sean are trying to climb up pretty much at the same time, and as you are grabbing on the same yeah. pieces of rubble and stuff, it falls and. The two of you slip down into a, a, a six-foot-deep, sorry, an eight-foot-deep ravine, uh, and you both break your leg. You re-break your legs. Wait, what? You see metal metal wall uh, across the way from you. No. Um, so, yeah, the two of you slip down. Um, you're unable to make it up the pile of rubble as Camacho, Yu, uh, and uh, Minsky have no issue. Uh, can we just try again? <laughs> what was that, Val? Can we just try again? You can try again. Val, like, dusts himself off and, like, very adamantly successes up this small, small hill. And you very, very, uh, yeah, very, very much so full of yourself just go <laughs> and start climbing back up. Uh, that's an AP, baby. That is an AP. Heavy side. Come on, you gringos. You're holding us up. It was my fault. Uh, so, Val, you uh, you aggressively make your way up and kind of push your way past Sean, who slides back down the pile again. And uh, Sean just kind of looks at you and he's like, oh, bloody Americans. And he's going to give a third try, and if this does not work, he's going to stay and uh, and monitor the perimeter because that sounds uh, somewhat tactical. Endurance, athletics, dice, tag skill, no. And he finally succeeds. So Sean comes up, and and uh, shortly after you dusting himself off, just like oh, bloody Americans getting in the way. Um, as the uh, the lot of you get upstairs into that second floor, um, you're now inside. Um, outdoors, it Pistol's is now. Drawn. Oh, what's up? Pistols drawn. Okay. Um, yeah, you're you're inside. Outdoors, it is now pitch black, as this heavy ash fall rains from the sky. Um, indoors, you can see that there are some lights that are on inside this place. It seems as if uh, there is a power source. Uh, so the the information that Sean had got was correct. There's a chance that there could be another power core inside this building. 
Um, there are a few lights on, and you can see inside that there's there's plenty of abandoned garbage and debris that's been left behind by by what used to be a camp of close to 200 people living inside of this uh, multi-story uh, commercial like apartment slash uh, hotel. Uh, but the Del Rago is no longer the grandeur that it used to be. Um, so what I'm going to do right now for my players, uh, I see Camacho has already pulled out their actual gun. Uh, give me one second. I'm actually going to send you guys the uh, location so you can see what it looks like pre-war. Uh, hotel... I'm not going to use the real name, the Del Rago. So let me send this over to you guys. I'm going to drop this into our Discord chat. There we go, Asia. So you can go ahead and click on that link and you can see what this place looked like. Um, and then I'm going to pull up the location and show our audience on Twitch what it looks like uh, from the outdoors pre-war um, so they can see how uh, how beautiful this place used to be. Uh, but if you check on the, uh, the Discord chat, the link is right there. And uh, correction, it's not 20 stories, it's about 15 stories. Let's see from visitors photos and there we go okay so i'm gonna drag this tab over so our audience can see it for a moment uh, so this was the uh, the hotel up uh, in its pre-war wonder and splendor. Um, I need to fix the camera on here really quick. Um, in its pre-war uh, splendor, this place literally used to be one of the most expensive and fanciest uh, hotels and reservation locations in the entirety of uh, Sun Moon Lake region. Um, and what the uh, what the players have done is they have come up, uh, as you can see, there's that kind of balcony area. Um, they've come up and climbed on top of this uh, pretty large amount of debris that's been left outside. And they've made their way up into the second floor of the building. Uh, so let me pull that back off and put that back into my own tabs. Uh, damn you! There we go. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, a lot of you are inside, and you can see inside of these hallways of this once grand place, uh, it's pretty shitty now. Uh, it's been abandoned for a few decades. It is not what it used to be. What are you guys doing? Um... So, was it was the hotel abandoned for a few decades, or like wasn't there a settlement? There was a settlement that, that was inside there that has since been abandoned. Uh, as you recall, the uh, the area ran out of water uh, uh, like 15, 20 years ago, 
and most of those people were fighting each other for the remnants, and the survivors of all that infighting made their way up to the reservoir, which is where a lot of you have managed to survive for the last couple of years. All right, well, uh, you know, we really have to focus on finding a flashlight. Because every time we go in somewhere, we're like, oh, fuck, it's dark. We can't see in the dark. God damn it. And of course, now that it's the, the sky apparently turned off, we can't see anything. Well, you can see a little bit. There are some flickering remaining lights inside the building that make this look like a horror set from uh, fucking Silent Hill. Um, so, cool. yeah. Wallpaper is, is torn and drywall is broken and there's garbage and shit everywhere. The sky is pitch black and raining ash. Some of the lights are still on there's flickering. A pyramid on his head. There's a man at the end of the hallway with a pyramid on his head. That, don't, that, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal. No, I don't even no. know why you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, there's a random dude uh, covered in barbed wire who's screaming something incomprehensible. You, you don't know. It's, who cares? It's, that's, that's just John. He's having a good time. <laughs> uh, let's um, scavenge the immediate area. All right. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is probably where we're going to be uh, winding down our stream because we are we are missing uh, two of our players right now. Um, so we're going to have a chance to do some scavenging in our area over there on the second floor of the building. Uh, so what I would like uh, what I would like the three of you to do is please go ahead and roll me your uh, survival perception or survival intelligence to find items in the area. Could I um, use an AP? My you may. survival intelligence is going to be pretty high. Anybody else stealing an AP? Sick. Two's good. Yeah, I'll grab one. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we are out of AP. Uh, Camacho, do you want to buy an AP from your oh-so-benevolent overseer? Nah, I'm no? good. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh no. Ooh, gonna spend the luck. Oh no. Oh. Right. Yeah, go ahead and spend that luck and re-roll. Alright, that's that's a little bit better. Uh <laughs> uh so Val, you've got two successes, you've got a two and a three and a ten. Uh, Camacho has two successes, a seven and a five, which is why Camacho is like, no, I'm not going to give our benevolent overlord, overseer uh, any extra AP. I still have three, by the way. <laughs> um, and Minsky had a seven as a success, a ten, and a crit fail 20. That was rerolled to a 12. Uh, so what are you all doing inside of this building is you start uh, scavenging around the hallways and the passageways inside this this area and you take a look into the old rooms that have been abandoned for quite some time this this was a settlement that has been left alone um so we have this here uh so let's see uh one one two three four five all right our first person was val so val go ahead and roll me 1d5 which sounds weird 
1d5? Okay. Yeah. It'll do it. All right, a two. Uh, so uh, you discover some food as you are looking around. Um, you find a... Uh, you find some yum-yum deviled eggs uh, that seem to have been uh, left behind by somebody who had scrambled to uh, clean up their area and get their way out of the building. So you have yum-yum deviled eggs. And go ahead and roll me again a 1d5. Really, really hoping for some water. A 4. Uh, so 4 brings us into one. Two, three, four, uh, brings you into the junk table. Uh, so let's see what we have for our junk. Do do. All right. Uh, you find two pieces of junk uh, that you can you can scrounge together. Uh, you can keep that, or you can give it to Jianyu uh, at a later time. Uh, but the the junk itself is just leftover pieces and bits and bobs that you're able to kind of pull together. So would that be scrap? Uh, pretty much, yeah, scrap. Are okay, so our junk like my question is, are junk and scrap the same thing? Uh, no, okay. So this is where the issue is. Uh, you find you find junk. Okay. And you find two pieces of junk. Uh, later on, if somebody wants to use intelligence and repair, it takes ten minutes per piece of junk, and that's where you get scrap. I see. Okay. So yeah, you're able to gather up uh, two two piles of of junk together. Uh, Camacho, go ahead and roll me one d five. Right. Uh, same thing for you. You you're able to find some junk. Uh, you find uh, two two uh, pretty much piles of junk as well uh, that you're able to kind of pull together. Just this random crap that you think might be of use in the future. And go ahead and roll another one d five. Okay. So we are past our junk. Uh, you are able to find another. So let's roll for other. <coughs> Wow. Um, mm. This was a lot earlier and faster than I anticipated. You, That's you... what she said. <laughs> Sorry. You're obviously just going to go cry in the corner. Um... <laughs> uh, so as you are uh, scrounging around, you find that junk... Uh, you also make your way kind of into this little utility area there on the second floor. Uh, you're looking around thinking you're going to find something useful there. And what you find is you see the building's fusion reactor. And there is a fusion core sticking out of the front of it. Oh. So you literally right. stumbled your way across the, the fusion floor. core. <laughs> <sighs> Now you have a choice. You can try and disable and remove the fusion core and add it into your inventory, or you can leave the fusion core in so that the building still has a semblance of power. I would definitely say the second one, because we still got to go upstairs. But also, uh, Val can help you with that, because I have read the power core removal manual. And won't electrocute yourself when trying to remove it. To be fair, that wasn't well, his fault, because in the game, you walk up to it and just pull it out. 
which is stupid. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll leave yeah, it in okay. place. I mean, you, you can call them about it. Hey, Bethesda, like, why is it that you can I, easily remove a hydrogen power core from a radioactive reactor without dealing with any possible drawbacks or side effects? I think that's stupid. Immediately get punched the module. I look over. I look over at Sean and said, "Dibs." Uh, Sean looks over at you and he's like, "But I can get better money for it." Whoa. We split it. Uh, that's something I will let you deal with Sean with, uh, because I don't know if he's going to kosher with that. Uh, why would they have deviled eggs on a windowsill if you weren't supposed to eat it? Ew. No, other side. <laughs> Gross. Oh, so you just following my nose. Whoever left Aren't they it like Twinkies? Consider it. Uh, no, they're yum yum deviled eggs. So it's literally like preserved deviled eggs that have been like partially dehydrated and left in a box. So like millennium, so like millennium eggs. Kind of, yeah. Uh, except for these get left in like room temperature areas. I think Millennium Eggs, you gotta keep like somewhat refrigerated. I know tea eggs in Asia, you have to keep heated. Otherwise they go real bad real fast. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah, except, you know, salmonella and rat worms. Um. It It builds character. Yeah, character and gut holes. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's... It'll put, it'll, put, it'll put hair on Val's chest. Hey, hey, listen. He's insulted. There's a lot there already, okay? It's patchy because of the radiation, but... We also got some great there. comments here from Rook. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. And Australia's playing said, technically it's Microsoft now, so you'd have to pay $50 before you're even allowed to speak to anyone to lodge a complaint. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. At least it's not Apple, though, because I'd have to pay about $10,000 to buy all of their iPhones before I can lodge a complaint. And uh, all of the screens would simultaneously break as I spoke to them, so, you know. And uh, they'd still be junk. Yeah, yeah. And somehow I just bought them, but all the warranties have run out already. I don't, I don't know what's happening here. Um, so yeah, we have, <laughs> we have uh, you finding those two, and then we have Minsky. We got one success. So go ahead and roll me one d five. Got a three, a one, a two, and a three. It looks like you're the one that found what Val was looking for in the first place. Uh, you're able to make your way and find some uh, some water. Uh, you find a bottle of glowing, sorry, a carton is glowing through the carton. Uh, you find a glowing carton of dirty water. Um, yeah. Uh, it I'm, I'm it seems to have partially um, illuminated the area, which made it very I easy know, to find. Also. When you say carton of water, do you mean a carton of bottles of water or a carton like a milk carton? Like a milk like carton. One carton, like one container. One okay. container. Okay. 
Um, inside the system, actually, because you guys were so adamant about, like, hey, do we use bottles, do we use plastic and stuff like that, I actually went into the generator, and for every single beverage, I added the modifier of what it's contained in. So it could be okay. a glass container, it could be a carton, which is like cardboard, it could be a uh, metal container, it could be an aluminum can, it could be a plastic bottle. So all of those have actually been added in, and every time it's rolled, it randomly generates which one it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like cartons can't really be reused, but an aluminum can or a plastic bottle, those can. Is Brad Rose yeah. container on there? Uh, uh, inside of the loot table on here, actually, uh, sorry, not the loot table, the enemy table that I have uh, started working my way on, if you kill a rad roach, uh, one of the things that it drops is a uh, purified water. And the comment underneath it is uh, part of the water cycle. So, yeah, it's it's literally already because on there. Because players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Add on um... there because players. Uh, Val spies that glowing water, and he's like, "Hey, Minsky, uh, listen, I haven't had enough to drink in almost a whole day. As a medical professional, uh, what do you think I should should I drink that? Can I can I drink that? One, am I allowed to drink it? You found it. Two, can I drink it? Three, should I drink it? <laughs> he's coughing uh, and going water." I have no use for food or drink, uh, so you okay. could have it. Two. Okay. What was two? Can I drink it? Like, physically? Is it going to immediately kill me? I mean, I'm sure you could get at least some of it down your esophagus. Okay. And then three would be uh, should I drink it or just wait? Because I am at, uh, I'm at thirsty. Very close to being actually dehydrated. We can give it to him intravenously. I don't know if that would help. Um, yeah, that'd probably be a lot closer to immediate death than drinking. Yeah. Let's experiment. Throw it down the hatch, buddy. Right. I don't like that you said that, but okay. It's a medical professional. As I'm, um, you are my only doctor. There you go. He toasts us like salud. Yeah, he's and he is very nervous about this glowing water. Yeah, the uh, the carton itself, it. like the 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 the, yeah. the the cardboard carton, is outputting glow. I'm just gonna need you to sign this waiver before you consume <laughs> it, absolving uh, me of all consequences of your actions. Oh, hey, we have two like nightlights now. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Al drinks it. <laughs> All right. You. Uh, so this is from our uh, our supplement, Fallout Asia supplement. Glowing dirty water is something that I actually, excuse me, put together for uh, ghouls to use. <laughs> heal. Oh, <no>. uh, <laughs> so yeah, you heal one HP. Uh, so if you oh, are injured, you heal one HP. Um, and I now need you to roll two combat dice. I saw that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so you receive one dose of radiation, and then the second one, what I need you to do is roll an endurance survival check. 
Uh, if you pass it with a DB1, then you will receive just a second dose of radiation. If you fail it, you will roll on the disease table. You failed it. So, disease table. Uh, let me pull up our disease. Yes, name all the, all the red worms. All right. So, disease. Let's pull this up. This is Joe. This is Billy Joe. This is Billy Bob. This is Bobba Bob. Bob. Uh, Dang it, Bobby. Dang Bobby. Why are you moving around in this my gut again? <clears throat> All right, uh, go what ahead and roll 1d20. Okay. All right, God, what no disease. 12. Oh, that's fun. Um, you now are the host to some parasites. Yay! I've already been the host of a couple parasites. Have you seen my traveling companions? <laughs> Guys, I feel sick. <laughs> can I interest? Can I interest you in a in a necktie? <laughs> Colombian style. Uh, I don't get it. A Colombian necktie. They Raven, go ahead and explain it. I've been gruesome enough on this oh, channel. Is that the one with the wire in it? No. No, they cut your throat. They pull your th your tongue through your esophagus. Oh yeah, that's not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the other one. What I was talking about, you also died. But that one, that was a little weird. Not weird. That was much more aggressive. Much more Colombian. There was a. Yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Much more cartel. Much sends a much bigger message. Great coffee though. Something else. Great coffee. Call. Call me a parasite, gringo. <laughs> so yes, uh, so you have parasites now, um, and it halves time at each step of the hunger track. Uh, so what that means is that each time you guys move down on the hungry table, you don't move down one step, you move down two. Uh, so as we have switched from one scene to the next and you guys have moved into your day, I need all of you to move your hunger from full to satiated, and uh, Val, you are going to move it from, let's see, uh, from well, sated to hungry? I, I was at, sure. I was at peckish, and then I ate the eggs, so I went to sated. Yeah. Now you go down to, to hungry. Yeah. There you go. So you drink that water, and even though you just you just ate, uh, your stomach is immediately like <laughs> as uh, as these parasites start uh, start eating up the yum yum double eggs before you could finish them. What, what does my stomach do? Hold on, let me get a little bit closer to my my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better than the first time. Um, I just realized no, that my sirenscape's not working, <laughs> so holy crap, well, it stopped. Why do we need sirenscape? But I got all these nasty sounds right here. Uh, because there's <laughs> an even better uh, sound that they have. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I believe they call it the floor is moving. I th I th yes, which is a quote from Indiana Jones. So there you go. Ooh. Yeah, your stomach's making some uh, some fun little noises. Your holes have been violated. 
I just I suddenly feel like I'm more people. I don't know how to describe it. How many parasites do you think are in there? Um, go ahead and roll me one d one hundred. Okay. It's a lot. You have eighty-seven parasites in your stomach. That's a lot of names he has to think of. Yeah. I would still. I would, if he had said like three, I'm like, well, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, here's three names. I'm like, I don't know if I can get number eighty-seven names. I'm gonna have to lean into the uh, fantasy name generator. No, no, no. It's uh, you right now. Uh, before we end stream, uh, eighty-seven names. Start going. So. That's where we're going to be ending off our stream, folks. Uh, uh, again, thank you. Thank you, Rook. I appreciate the love. Um, yeah, I try to do my best to uh, to make these generators as useful as possible. Uh, they're multiplying exponentially. Uh, well, the nice part about that is actually the fact that uh, parasites, even though they suck real bad, uh, they actually have one of the shorter durations. So parasites only have a duration of one day. Or sorry, one check. So if he passes one survival endurance check, then there he poops them out. And you'll have a pile of parasites with your yum yum deviled eggs, or they'll stay in his system. So yeah. We'll find that out. Worms. <laughs> That's the uh oh sorry, sorry, I, I forgot that the floor is moving. It's this one. Not not my <laughs> noise there we go oh there there we go all right all right ah <coughs> oh, yeah those delicious delicious parasites oh let's see maybe this one's going to be a little better ooze knees hmm i can't hear it oh yeah there we go all right so the parasites in your tummy are uh they're they're having a field day with them yum yum deviled eggs. Oh boy! Uh, it sounds like you're uh, you got you got some gas problems now. Uh. <laughs> so, this is where we're gonna end our stream, folks, because we are we're we're missing uh, almost half of our team right now. Um, so we're at the tail end of our session. Our players have made their way into the uh, Del Rago Hotel. Uh, they're on the second floor, and about four floors above them is where the rocket impact uh, occurred. Uh, or at least what looked like a rocket impact. Um, they know that they have seen smoke coming uh, coming up the horizon earlier, so there's a chance that they could be dealing with uh, some fire damage inside the building, or possibly some, well, non-structurally sound uh, floorboards underneath their feet. Uh, so hopefully they will be uh, <clears throat> getting ready for that and uh, prepared for some uh, some occurrences to happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between, we're going to end off our stream there. I'm going to drop in our links into our chat while our players outro themselves. Uh, so, we are down to three people right now. So, Camacho, go ahead and start us off. Hey, everyone. I'm Raven. I've had the pleasure of playing Camacho, the, the Merc survivor tonight. Um, you can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuervo. Be on the lookout for the High Riders. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, Johnny. Hello, hello. 
I have been tonight, and always am John. Uh, and tonight I played Minsky, uh, your nurse handybot. Um, you can find me lurking over on the Discord at Johnny Drop. Uh, you can find me in the chat uh, on this stream at another Sandman3096 every Friday and Saturday. Uh, and I have a SoundCloud at Arxen if you'd like to check that out. Right. Waiting for new music to drop. I want to hear you sing. It's got to be done. Uh, all right, uh, Logar, <laughs> go for it. Hi, I've been uh, Logar the Ogar. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Logar the Ogar, twitter.com slash Logar the Ogar, and on my Instagram at twig and Logar. Uh, I am a GM for a game called Starfinder, which is about magic and technology in space. It's very good. Uh, you should come watch us on Sundays, and uh, I hope to see you next week, and on Sunday, and every other day. Just, just come tweet at me. Send me your worst meme. Um, I'm down for it. All right, you just opened yourself up to a horrible opportunity, so yeah, uh, I will take that opportunity yeah, later. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm going to give you the worst memes I can find. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> for our two players that are absent today, uh, number one, we have uh, Captain Mark. Uh, Captain Mark is not here with us today. Uh, Captain Mark is a player here for the uh, Fallout Asia campaign. He is also one of my players over on the Cyberpunk Goes Nomad stream. Uh, he also uh, works with Heroes in Theory, a Sunday night D&D game that you can find playing around 2 p.m. PST. Uh, and he has an upcoming Sound of Dice podcast. Uh, Stink Palm, who was here a little bit earlier, uh, Tracy, uh, has stepped out and sadly is not back yet. Uh, you can find Tracy's wonderful supplement, The Medicine in the Time of Red, over on CybernationUncensored.com. You can find him on Twitter at StinkPalm007, and you can find him over on our Discord. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been the uh, the overseer for today, making wonderful, delicious parasite noises with my mouth. Um, and as always, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, absolutely love this game. Uh, you can find my supplements. Yep, I see Tracy's back. Uh, you can find my supplements over on CybernationUncensored.com. Uh, main one that I have worked on is the Fallout Asia and the Cyberpunk uh, Nomad Vehicles of Red supplements. Um, but I've also put out a bunch of other stuff, so you can check those out. As Rook has already mentioned... Oh, goodbye, Tracy. Uh, as Rook has already mentioned... Um, you can find my generators over at the uh, the reddit.com. There's a full list of my generators up on there. Um, and those are what I use during our streams to make things a little bit smoother. Uh, last two pieces before we head out. Number one, I will see all of you tomorrow for our Cyberpunk Goes Nomad campaign, uh, which is going to be uh, happening right after... Or sorry, uh, right at the same time as this... Uh, on Saturdays. And right after that, you can find myself and Vampire Bites head over to the uh, Fallout, what is it, 2D20? Yeah, Fallout 2D20 Pack Northwest, Pacific Northwest uh, stream at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I get to be a player for once. Uh, so, yeah, folks, thank you for coming on in. Sorry about the technical difficulties with the opening and the ending here, um, but we will see all of you folks later. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.